0: all right um hello everyone welcome to the second podcast series of the society of artificial intelligence and law and um it's a great day and with me today i'm having dr Desmond Oriakoba, who is a senior lecturer at the university of benin and um doctor it's an honor to have you here today actually to discuss about artificial intelligence and its relation with um intellectual property um, I'm so sure that you've had um, interactions in terms of your articles and papers, in fact, your book, um, where you've discussed and enumerated um, uh, comprehensively about intellectual property and the emerging technology known as artificial intelligence. So, um, thank you very much for being with us today. Uh, I appreciate it, Doctor. And um, without further ado, I would like to get your own um, insight as to what. You feel or you think is artificial intelligence. That is what I would love to start with. So, your own definition I know there's no there's no um, singular definition as to what artificial intelligence is, it's all dependent on the various personalities you tend to ask. So, then from your own per- uh, perspective, what do you think is artificial intelligence? Uh, thank you very much, Idomo, um, for having me. Uh...
1: Just to quickly correct that I am still a lecturer, not yet a senior lecturer in, uh, in of Union. I, I, I need to put that out there since uh, this is the recorded session that will go public.
0: Absolutely.
1: I'm not yet, um, uh, I've not been promoted yet to the rank of senior lecturer in Western Union. And I cannot uh, <laughs> Accept that appellation yet. Anyway, that's on a lighter note. Well, um, artificial intelligence, uh, like you rightly pointed out, uh, there are several definitions. It's 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 some some regard it as uh, a computer program, you know, that uh, um, uh, that is trained or that is developed to carry out certain functions that uh, are human-like in nature, Uh, maybe computer programs that are trained to think like humans uh, or to, to to act like humans even though they have still even though the level of their um, um development is still contested i mean there are still no concurrence as to whether they have attained that human rights status yet some will say yes some will say no but i believe that um uh, they have still not attained human rights. Yes, they could mimic humans, but they have still not attained. So, computer programs, s- simply put, others have defined it as a, 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 a class or a, okay. a, 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 a class of computer, um, um, a field of computer science, sorry, a field of computer science that is dedicated to um you study all the development of software that but whatever the definition uh i simply regard them as software okay you know i simply regard artificial intelligence as software computer software if you like computer programs you know because they are sim- that is simply what they are the the, okay. the 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 i see the term artificial intelligence as a buzzword you know uh, a buzzword for that class of computer programs or, or that the buzzword for computer programs or if you like software you know simp, uh, uh, that gives them setting um or that to us giving them setting um, um, position in law you know obviously because of their impact the impact that it has in the different aspects of you know Legal endeavors, is in legal practice, is in legal business, is in the um, uh, judicial process, and of right. course, for within the context of our current discussion, um, um, in, 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 in intellectual, um, um, property, you know. So, simply put, I see um, artificial intelligence as computer programs, or if you like, computer software. All right.
0: Okay. Okay. Thank you very much, Doc, for that. Um, uh, Lucy's explanation and definition as to what artificial intelligence is from your own perspective now moving on to the other aspect of this discourse which is intellectual property um, there have been a whole lot of discussion as to terms of um, in terms of privacy of uh, artificial intelligence and uh, data that has been fed into it we all know or largely um, it has come to be known that um, artificial intelligence which is a buzzword which uh, an opinion I also share uh, uh, has to do with a lot of algorithm or algorithmic process that goes into the processing or systems that have been created. And it all has to do with the data that has been fed into it. So now in terms of privacy, or in terms of the intellectual property, um, there, there've also been a discrepancy of opinions as to how um, these artificial intelligence systems or um, algorithmic process tend to use the data that has been fed to it. You have the bias, you have ethics, then you have the human rights perspective as well, but um, when an um, an artificial intelligence system has been created, who is said to be um, having the uh, will I say the patented rights of that of that system, so to speak? Um, when it create when that artificial intelligence system creates um, how uh, creates a, a well I put it a, a reaction let me go back to the music industry uh, that, that's the best example I can use. So in the music industry in the entertainment industry right now we have um, AI systems that tend to create music uh, or tend to create rhythm for artists even without them having to string the guitar or play the keyboard. So in, in that regard when the song is eventually produced and, and it's on air, who tends to have the patented right is it the artist or is it the ai system and then the ai system was created by another human so is it the other human that created the ai system or the discrepancy as to tend to um patented rights or copyright in that regard kindly share more light with it, please right okay so from the example
1: you gave one would ordinarily want to talk about copyright because you're talking about music you know uh, uh, sounds sound recordings produced by Artificial intelligence. So, one word I want to talk about music and not um, patent. Okay. But if I'm allowed to generalize, then I'll be talking about IP generally. However, I'm going to limit, I'm just, I'll just try to limit myself to um, um, the the, the scenario that you painted. Uh, Maybe as we get along, we may have the opportunity to talk about AI in the patent, uh, within the patent sector. But now, of course, as you rightly pointed out, there are are quite a number of um, sounds now that have been produced uh, by AI. And uh, even beyond just um, sounds, beyond just music, there are cases of AI uh, uh, producing uh, other copyright protected work like um, uh, like visual arts, um, paintings, drawings, uh, even books and um, um, reports, financial reports, for instance, you know. So, and yes, you asked a very germane question and the question you asked is who owns the copyright? Yes. Am I, I hope I got your question very correct. Yes, so the, the, the answer at now is neither here nor there because um, even though I know that some cases in, 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 uh, in, in some other jurisdictions, I've tried to okay. answer that question because now it it's, it's, it's going to be, between the programmer of the AI, that is the computer scientist, the person using the computer program,
0: the AI, okay? Okay. Uh, the 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 person, the programmer
1: of the AI, the person using the AI. There are, it's it's quite a, a large number of uh, you know. Um, oh, let's put it now. People in the block, persons in the blockchain. Okay the, yeah. the scientist who may not be the owner. Okay, that is the, dev- the developer in this case. Then you also have the person who owns, you know, because you know that AI itself is a copyright, is a, is a copyright work. We have said that it's a computer Absolutely. program, it's a software. Yeah. So somebody, the person who program who developed the program may be different from the person who owns the copyright. It may be the same person. Yeah. This may also be different from person who use, who deployed the AI in you know in the course of production. All right. Again, these three persons may be merged in one. Okay, it is easy. It is easy, you know, to so it is easy where the owner, the, the, the programmer, the, the developer of the program, the owner, and the person using the AI, you know, in the course of um, the creation. It's the same person. It is easy to say, OK, this is where the copyright, this is who should own the copyright. But where, they are, right. they, where these persons are different, it now becomes a different matter entirely. Okay. Mm. But again, to so even first then determine ownership, assuming all these persons are one. Assuming one person is both the developer of the program, is the owner of the copyright and the, of the program, and is the one using the, the, the program to develop the, the sound recording. So then the, another basic question that needs to be determined or that needs to be resolved before placing ownership is then to ask whether the AI was okay. deployed as a tool. In other words, it's an AI. whether the AI was deployed as a tool in developing that sound recording, or whether okay. the AI developed the sound recording autonomously in other words mm-hmm. i have as, as the computer program as the one using the AI. i have deployed i have developed the ai trained it to, to 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 read data i have fed it to the requisite data and then i step back okay then the question would then be the degree of interaction between me as the person behind the ai and the work that is you know Eventually, the sound recording that the AI eventually produces was the, did the AI do uh, produce that autonomously, or did the AI produce that with certain degree of uh, you know interaction from me? Now, this again okay. is a matter of fact that is difficult to you know to determine. Except, of course, if the person behind the AI comes to say, like, if I should draw analogy from the patent cases, you know, we've heard of Davos and you know, yeah. Dr. Stephen yeah. Taylor that has come to say in all his patent applications that. He- he did not, there was no input from him in the development of those inventions. So if that is the case, then the question would then be, if we are treating, if we're looking at now the AI itself and the copyright, the sound recording, the question would then be under our law in Nigeria, for instance, can the AI, can can that work be regarded as as a protectable work under a copyright act? Since, okay. as in if the fact is that, if the undisputable fact is that the AI was developed, I mean, the sound recording was developed by the AI without human input by the owner of the AI or the programmer of the AI, will that work, does our copyright law, our copyright act as it is today, does it recognize, you know, a work created by AI and I, I think that, to, to me, that answer is be simply no, OK? That answer is simply no, that the Copyright Act as it stands only recognizes work that are created by humans. So if AI, mm-hmm. if it is proven, if, it, if, if it's an undisputable fact that the AI produced the sound recording without human interaction, without human intervention, either by the owner, the user, as the case may be, then that it will be deep, easy to resolve. Right, because our law does not recognize AI generated work. But on the other hand, if it is now shown that yes, the AI, but before I get to the other hand, I just need to point out that it is still autonomously, independently, in their creation of in their innovation or creativity. Okay, even the recent Australian, uh, uh, the recent case from the Federal Court of Australia, by the way, the Federal Court of Australia is an equivalent of our federal court. In in that recent case, the judge who recognized uh, uh, um, AIs as inventor under the the Australian Patent Act, in fact, ruled that AI as of today are semi-autonomous. What that means is that there is always human interaction. Absolutely. There is always that human factor. OK, as it stands today, the technology of AI as it stands today, although some other scientists and even uh, uh, um, Professor Ryan Abbott, who is championing the AI invention uh, uh, project, will argue that AI is autonomous. But there are other scholars, for instance, like Daria King, that believes that what we have to is automation okay? Okay. I tend to want to. I tend to personally want to, uh, you know, side with, with Daria King that what we have today is automation. And if you read that, if you read Daria King's position along with the position taken by the Federal Court of Australia in the um, okay. uh, Taylor's uh, doubles invention case, you will agree mm-hmm. that as of today, there is still human interaction in whatever time because somebody must first. Train the AI. Somebody Absolutely. must feed the AI with the data. The AI does not just get up. Like, okay, I take myself, yourself, for instance. I could just get up and think about an idea and start writing. But AI, as we have today, does not do that. It needs to be programmed. It needs to be fed data. It needs to be taught how to read that data. It needs to be, and then it goes on to, you know. So that is what we have today. So which means, which means. That within the context of our discussion, we could then say that AI is actually still being utilized as a tool, Brings that this now brings into the second arm of my argument of my statement. AI is still being utilized today as a tool in the creative process. And if that is the case, under our copyright act, such sound recording, okay, the ownership of such sound recording will be vested in the person who made all the arrangements. You know, the author, the author of a sound Absolutely. recording in Nigeria is the person who made the arrangement for the production of the sound recording. Absolutely. Okay, that is, with we, this we are talking about sound recording. It will be the person who made the arrangement for the, so, so if we now take that with what I've said before that AI as today still can at best be a tool, can at best be regarded as a tool in right. the creation creative process, then the owner, the, corp, the owner of the copyright, will be the person who made the arrangements for the production of that sound recording. But then the question would then be, who's, Which person could this be? Is it the programmer of the AI? Is it the owner of the AI, or is it, is it the person using, utilizing the AI for the production? You know, if it is, if it is, like I've said, if it is one person, if all these are vested in one person, if one person is both the owner. The developer, the owner, and the user—such question will be easy to determine. We we'll simply just say that that person is the owner of the copyright. Okay, right. but if where this, where the, the the programmer, the user, the owner are separate, then of course it becomes a matter of fact. You now have to then start determining where to place the ownership. Of course, easily you would say it's the person who used the AI, because the work we are concerned about is the. Is the sound recording, and not the AI itself, as a okay. copyright work. Okay. So it will be the person who used the AI. In my opinion, it will be the person who used the AI in the production of that, you know, sound recording. That means the last person right. in the chain. You developed, you developed an AI. I, uh, uh, copyright is vested in Mr. B. I bought, I bought the AI and you know got license on copyright from Mr. from Mr. B and I use that, that software to produce a sound recording. I don't know if, um, if, 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 if um, uh, but again, these are my opinions and like, like I said, the courts the mm-hmm. courts have not interacted with such issues yet. okay? Right. Questions like this have come up in places like India for uh, sorry in like China for instance. and we know that the our uh, uh, copyrights our law legal system and that of China is you know slightly different, but maybe probably guidance could be drawn. Interestingly, In China, in late 2019, a case involving um, a financial report developed by AI. Okay, the court there held that the work itself had sufficient originality under the Chinese
0: Copyright Act to be regarded as. Okay. Okay, I can hear you now. Okay, so I was saying that there are two.
1: There were two Chinese cases that were developed. One from twenty eighteen, okay, and the other in 2019. And I was saying that the 2018 case, you know, was based on um, you know, you know, it was a copyright case, and the question was whether uh, a report, a report on judicial on judgments developed by AI relying on a legal database okay. uh, whether there was um, whether that um, 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 report had copyright you know was a copyright protected work and um, the judge in that case was that since the work was developed by AI right. to the extent that the work was developed by AI, it is not. It, it, it cannot qualify us and uh, rely. So just that the work was created by, a i rely on a legal database. A database. It cannot really qualify us on as a work or as an original work under right. the, uh, Chinese uh, copyright act. And and, and that uh, and the the that particular aspect of the work uh, was not uh, was not protected. You know. Also, the court looked at the. Report itself, the, the that was developed by the AI, and and you know went on to hold that AI, even though the report could qualify generally as you know a, as a copyright protected work, mm-hmm. the AI cannot be regarded as the author, you know, since it uh, it the copyright act did not recognize you know uh, uh, an AI as right. as author as it were right. only humans. Okay, so of course. Copyright authorship and ownership was vested in that case on the owner of um, the, the person who the company that developed the AI and that is being using. Okay. The AI. In that case, in fact, the same company was both the developer, the owner, and the user of the AI. In the other case, in the 2019 case, mm-hmm. the Chin- another Chinese court actually took a different position, holding okay. that the work, the 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 book that was written by the AI, okay you know, was uh had sufficient originality under the copyright act of China, the copyright law of China. And so that work was protectable. But authorship and ownership was not placed on the AI. Yes. Okay, okay. the court okay. took the option of placing that, placing that of authorship on or ownership on the 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 developer of the AI, yeah. who in that case also a company was still the one using you know the AI. Now that's Chinese law. And like I said, they are slightly different, but question of authorship is kind of universal, maybe, right. as it were, uh, uh, you know, because it's authorship simply connotes the uh, application of the mind, mm-hmm. you know, to uh, uh, you know, the to the human mind, to the creation to 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 creativity.
0: Right.
1: You know, so in the case of Nigeria, like I've said, the best that we can actually get, given the example that you raised, sound recording, is that the what that Recording developed by the AI, the ownership, the authorship, and in fact the ownership will place on the person that uh, made the arrangement. Because under okay. a copyright act, okay. the, the author of a sound recording is the person that made Did the arrangement right. for you know the, the the recording, and that person can only be either a human, human or yeah. a corporation, mm. because sound recordings recognizes. Uh, uh, corporations as authors okay you know okay. unlike other works like other other literary works uh, or like literary works sorry and artistic works you know where authors are persons right you know for sound recording for cinematographs for uh, uh broadcast the the authors could be corporations uh, you know music production companies movie production companies broadcasting co- uh, you know companies okay yeah so just at the risk of repeating myself, the in, in, in the, the scenario you painted, the 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 sound recording itself will be protected as a as a as a copyright work, even though it is developed by okay. AI. And in this case, like I said before, the AI could be regarded as a tool, you know, in the production process. Okay, right. the ownership, the authorship, and the ownership will be vested in the person that made the arrangement, okay. and the person could be the person could be same as the the product the program the programmer the developer of the program yeah. the owner of the copyright in the program or the one who used to deploy the ai and yeah. it could be different it could be different yeah. persons and like i said also in most cases i mean it, it could be the last person on the chain which is mm-hmm. the person who actually used
0: used the ai, AI. yes okay yes. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much, Doc. Um, my next question actually is something you've, uh, you've answered a bit, which is regarding if, if our laws are sufficient to protect the use of AI in terms of copyright. But then I would just like to read out a question that was asked by um, uh, someone who will, uh, an audience who will listen to this recording afterwards. He asked this question on LinkedIn about two weeks ago when I um, shared the uh, flyer for the podcast. And he said, We've seen, okay, this question was asked by Gabriel Udo. Gabriel is a PhD researcher in Germany and um, he's a Nigerian too. however. And he said, we've seen in recent times, particularly in 2020, when the uh, European Patent Office and the UK Intellectual Property Office denied patent applications that would have conferred inventor status on devils, like you said, a robot. And uh, the US Patent and Trademark Office did same in 2019. Nigeria may not seem to be very tech-aware, at least to this level yet. Do you think our laws and systems adjudicatory are ready and clear enough to address these issues? Should they surface in our jurisdiction? Uh, you've answered this a bit, like, I guess, in, in, your, in your submission, but uh, just so that it would be clear that you answered his question when he's listening to this broadcast. Can you just, uh, in a few lines or a few sentences, um, reply to this?
1: Okay, I'm happy that question came up. Yeah, like, I'll even have to say that I've answered it briefly. But uh, pointedly, um, my paper, a recent paper that I did published in 20, uh, 2021 in April uh, uh, by the uh, Business Law Review, okay. actually examined those cases that they talked about. Actually, the, the, the paper examined the USPTO ruling, okay. the EPO I was ruling, saying that's, that that's the USPTO I was saying that that paper, that paper examined those cases, you know, are, are also an appeal from the because the the United Kingdom IP Office's ruling was appealed to the uh, i Court was appealed against to the um, i Court of England and Wales, and um, that i Court also upheld the ruling of the the UKIPO, that's the UK IPO, and um, I examined those cases from. The Nigerian point of view, and uh, my question was whether our IP office registry or even our courts will, you know, have a different ruling, you know, from what those um, courts have decided, those IP offices have decided. And I came to the conclusion because our laws were are, are, are very similar to, you know, the UK laws that were considered foreign our IP office. Those what we call informal uh, sorry only for does uh, formal examination our okay. uh, courts not yet our ip office do, do, does not yet you know involved in substantive examination of patent right. application okay and since those since those judges those uh, uh, rulings emanate from formal examination of that patent that, that was patent application i came to the conclusion that our courts will not our ip office and even our court we get to the court Substantive examination is done at the, you know, at the judicial stage. That is after the patent has been granted in Nigeria. Yes. Yes, sir. And of course, that's why patents in Nigeria are granted. You know, uh, uh, you know, at the uh, <clears throat> are not the grant of patents in Nigeria does not. It's not uh, confirmation of the validity. So it's kind of the risk of the patent uh, uh, owner. All right. So, but. At our, the patent offices, what will, what is carried out is merely a uh, formal examination. So okay. then with this at uh, the background, I examined those judgments, and I came to the conclusion that our courts our IP office, and in fact, our courts will not rule otherwise. Well, okay. like you said, our court, our IP offices, are uh, uh, those one in the offices, that is the um, trademark patent and designs uh, registry in the commercial law department of uh, the Ministry of Trade and Investment, are not as tech aware. As uh, you know, people from the uh, US, the UK, and the EP office, as we've seen. In fact, the recent development in South Africa, where this uh, 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 their company and Intellectual Parties Commission actually granted a patent over similar uh, uh, invention, okay. where doubles and AI is listed as. Uh, as, a, as the inventor. okay. And what that has told me is that, because our system is highly similar with in that of South Africa. Right. It's, a, it's a repository system, okay, and once the patent has been filed in the patent corporation, under the patent corporation treaty system, the YPO PCT system, uh, co- uh, patent offices like ours, and as you uh, see so in South Africa, will simply just put it together, you know, accept it and grant a patent. Okay. Without, you know, Carrying proper carrying out proper formal examination because mm-hmm. formal examination involves checking, just checking the name who is listed as the inventor in Nigeria. There's a difference between the statutory inventor and the actual inventor. But the statutory inventor, who may not necessarily be the actual inventor, okay. who has a duty to list to, to include the name of the actual inventor in the because it's his invention is based on that. To include the name of the actual inventor in the board, you see what the South African situation has told me is that my prediction in that paper that I talked about may yes. not be correct. Okay. Because like you have said, like you have said, our those money, the, the, the office, the IP registry, the patent registry, are not tech aware. Mm-hmm. And they may not be careful to look at the process very well, to carry out a Mm -hmm. proper examination, formal examination. Mm -hmm. And they may just also rely on the fact that this same patent has been filed in, uh, under the WIPO PCT system. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I will not be surprised if contrary to what I, to my prediction in my paper, the, our IP offices, our IP office, sorry, also grants a patent over the doubles invention, just Mm -hmm. as South Africa has done. But legally speaking, okay. Legally speaking, our law as it stands today, our patent law and patent act, and the patent designs act and the patent regulation as it stands today, just as I've analyzed in that paper that I talked about, published in the uh, uh, volume 40, 42, one or so of business law review, 2021, the April, it was out in April. Just as I've, as I've argued in that paper, our law as it is today, patent act, the patent regulation sh- cannot, Accommodate an AI inventor, you know. But like I like I said in practice, I will not be surprised if our if our IP office does take similar position as was taken by the South African uh, Copyright and IP uh, mm-hmm. Commission, and that's simply because the persons money these offices are not taken away, take away, and they may not be careful enough to look. In carrying out their formal examination, they may not be careful enough to look at the papers. They may just rely on the fact that, okay, this is a PCT application. Because there's one very funny pro- provision under the PCT, the Patent okay. Corporation Treaty, I think Article 27.1, that says that, that says that, um, uh, that makes the, prevents uh, contracting parties from carrying out further formal examination. Okay. From carrying out examination and, and also uh uh, um, a state of the art searches, okay, okay, for applications for applications that are that were filed under the PCT system. You understand? So, looking at that on the face of it, our IPO will just feel okay. It's a PCT system. Let's go ahead and grab it. But the same Article Twenty Seven gives allows uh, um, contracting parties. So that's Article 27.3, You know, to make provisions regarding you know. Uh, uh, to make provisions that relates to the validity of a patent, in other words, provisions that relate to whether the the, the patent, the application actually meets certain mm. uh, you know uh, um, patentable criteria. And for me, such patentable criteria include formal requirements such as the name of the uh, 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 inventor, especially where the patent act or the patent, the requisite patent law, you know, regard require such. Right. You know, but like i said. Just to at the point of repetition, our law as it stands today does not recognize AI inventorship. In fact, it is same. It it it's, it's similar to what we have in under the uh, European Patent Co- uh, 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 Convention. Similar to what we have under the UK uh, Patent Act. In fact, just to also add that an appeal was filed against the EPO, the European Patent Office ruling to okay. so the um, uh, Board of Appeal. So the the European Patent. Convention creates a board of, appeal. Right. That board of Appeal. That Board of Appeal confirmed the ruling of the um, um, European Patent Office. As we speak, the um, UK Court of Appeal had a hearing some days ago or some okay. weeks ago on an appeal filed against the judgment of the UK High Court, Okay, which confirmed the ruling of the UK IPO. So, We are still waiting for that judgment, you know. But the only, the only judicial uh, judiciary as of today that has recognised AI inventors under a patent law is that coming from the Federal Court of Australia. You know, Mm -hmm. we still await to see whether that ruling will be appealed against and what the outcome of the appeal will be. But South Africa remains the first country that has granted. A patent which recognized, which named an AI as an inventor. You know, I have, I have, I have written a paper criticizing that provision and stating that uh, we arguing that the 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 grant may not, you know, see the light of day if it is challenged judicially. But like I said, I will not be surprised if our patent office in Nigeria follows just sheepishly follows what (laughs) South Africa has done without looking at, without really interrogating the law properly, because formal examination does not say you cannot. Confirm if the inventor, in fact, confirming that the inventor is actually a human person, that is an actual inventor who is a human okay. person is part of the formal examination stage. Right. The fact that we, we run we run a repository system or a left depository system does not prevent us from confirming that, oh, the person named is a proper person named as the inventor on the application. Mm-hmm. That's a formal report, that's a formal stage. Mm-hmm. We're not saying we're not the question of whether the invention itself is actually patentable meets the requirement of newness, inventive uh, 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 process, and uh, industrial applicability. Those are substantive questions that will be resolved by the court under our patent law. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the
0: formal requirement as in is there a proper inventor, you know? Yes, so yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, that, that, that was really comprehensive. Thank you very much for that uh, uh, response to the question. And you shed more light on other things. And we hope that uh, Nigeria doesn't follow sheepishly, uh, the provision and the judgment in South Africa. Now, conclusively- Yes. Yes. I, 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 okay. Sorry. I should actually chip in here. That the reason
1: the, why we should actually hope, like you said, that we don't jump into that bandwagon. We don't jump into the... the the, the bandwagon that South Africa is setting now, or if you like, we don't jump into the, the train that South Africa, you know, are setting motion, is that we end up having what we call patent tickets. Okay. You, already, we have enough, we have enough patents in, in enough, a, a lot of patent has been granted in Nigeria, especially okay. from foreign countries that shouldn't have been granted at all. You know, patent over inventions that are ordinarily very obvious, mm. that do not actually meet, because our patent office is not, like I've said, is not uh, equipped and it's also not legally bound to carry out uh, substantive examination. And it is substantive examination that they to test the validity, the the, uh, the 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 strength of of inventions. Okay. We can't do that. So what that means is that we have a lot of patents that have been filed in Nigeria right. that shouldn't have been granted at all. Right. Because in Nigeria, once it is confirmed that the formal requirements are met, it's just a filing system. Okay. So, but if we now Add to that, inventions developed by AI, we end up having more, you know, uh, of these worthless inventions, you know, and we end up creating unnecessary monopolies okay. over things for which patents shouldn't have been granted. Because companies can just develop uh, computer programs, you know, and get them to, you know, come up with a lot of money, you know, copy a lot of things and just come up with any kind of, you know, um, um, products. That are not actually, um, they're actually even part of the state of the art, or that are actually very obvious. And then we we, we, we have them as part of our patent system. So, not allowing, not accommodating such applications will help us to prevent that kind of situation. And that is why I'm joining in your hope,
0: too. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what we hope then. Um, in, in conclusion, or just as uh, as a way of summary, um, what do you recommend that uh, should be the position in, in terms of um uh, the laws? Do the laws should the laws be upgraded? And we've seen, for example, the European Union have passed, uh, or I think they've passed, or if it's still in the legislation, yeah, they are considering. yeah, considering. A, considering a, yes, the um uh, like an enactment, so to say, on the use of AI within yes, the European. for regulating AI. Yes, yes. So do you, will you recommend something similar for the African continent or um, let it be just for the Nigerian nation? What what do you say? Yes. I I, I think that's
1: what we should do because I'm not against the deployment of AI and the creative process. There's There's a lot of good, there's a lot of advantages. I'm not also against, you know, recognizing AI, generally recognizing AI inventions. Right. I'm also, not against if the law changes tomorrow to accommodate AI inventors. Mm-hmm. I'm not against that. Absolutely. You know, but like you pointed out at the beginning of this chat, that there are a lot of issues, a lot of ethical issues, there are a lot of privacy issues, there are a lot of, you know, in fact, to even effectively use AI itself, deploy AI itself, the the, the IP system, the IP regimes need especially that in Africa can for Nigeria, need to be rejected. To, to create, to allow certain form of exceptions, okay. you know, okay. that are flexible. Because you see, the the reading of data, what AI simply does is to mimic humans. So Absolutely. it reads existing, and in reading existing um, um, data, it's, it may be infringing on those data items that are IP themselves, you know, that constitutes IP. IP, either copyright or you know, an invention. It infringes on them. It's right. so the question then is where do you even place this liability? The question of liability: how do you hold AI liable Absolutely. for such infringements? Mm-hmm. You understand? So we need a system, a legal system, an IP legal system that is robust enough to, to accommodate such use. That will even help to develop further the AI technology. You know, okay. for instance, in the copyright space, you need very open and flexible. Uh, uh, exceptions like the like fair use. In fact, countries like the U.S., you know, that have um, really that have very really developed tech systems, mm-hmm. their tech industry thrived on you know these kind of exceptions. Right. Are we following? Yes. Sir. So we don't have that at the moment. What we have are our, our our exceptions under our copyright act, and also in in most if not all most um, African countries are closed. They are not flexible enough, they are not open enough to accommodate, you know, to accommodate those liabilities that AI would ordinarily, to cushion or prevent those liabilities that, you know, AI would, the owners or users of AI would ordinarily, you know, uh, 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 suffer in their deployment of AI. So you see that from both sides, from the sides of the owner of IP and from the side of the user of IP, because AI stands on both sides as it legs on both sides mm-hmm. you you we need to actually you know revamp our laws now the question is should we have a specialized a specific law to cater for ai you know ai ai technology you know all the issues uh, privacy saw, um, ethics, ethics you know uh, you know uh, ip you know and the rest just as EU is doing mm-hmm. well I, the answer may be yes or no whichever approach we want to adopt is it having a specific law or What's it called now? Amending, amending existing laws. Right. Amending all, amending existing laws to cater for AI. Whatever the approach, what is some changes in the law? I know judges tend to want to interpret laws, existing laws, purposively to accommodate development. But there's a limit to that, right. because where the purposive interpretation is beyond the ordinary meaning, because where we start from is first ordinary meaning. It is when the, the ordinary meaning is of inconsistency that we now start talking about interpreting the law purposively. But interpreting law purposively does not cannot, cannot accommodate amending the law, because it is not the job of the judges or the judiciary to amend you know, so we need to actually then push for, you know, some policy change, legal changes, that will, you know, lead to some policy change that will lead to amendment of existing laws or lead to development of, you know, uh, uh, specific laws to cater for AI, the emerging AI technology. Also there's need for education. People need to be aware, people Mm -hmm. need to be tech aware, if I should use your, your, your phrase. People need to be tech aware so that we understand, you know, the, the implications of the deployment of IP of uh, AI not just in the IP space but in other spaces. we'll we talk about the biases that AI perpetrates. A lot of studies, you know, that have shown how AI perpetrates for gender biases, racial biases, and even right. ethnic and religious biases. You know, so there are these. are also human rights implications. You know, like you have also that, like you pointed out from the beginning. Of course, there are other ethical uh, challenges. For instance, how can we hold AI responsible? You know for in terms of research ethics you know to ensure that level of the high level of ethics are added to when ai is being deployed in you know scientific research and all these issues i think are be addressed you know either by passing out by making a specific law just as he is trying to do or by amending existing laws you know but within the context of our current discussion we cannot stretch the existing law the existing mm-hmm. law just know just, just how you can stretch it right. to accommodate for instance if AI as an inventor or AI as an author, because mm. it is not just a human. Inventorship, authorship it's not goes with it, has both responsibilities and liabilities. If you are stretching it to invoke to include AI, they will simply you will simply be conferring on them the 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 the, 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 the um you know um the <clears throat> how will I put it now the, the benefits. Okay. But how do they how does AI as a computer program? you know, take care of its responsibility. Some people will tell you, uh, let the owner be responsible. No. (laughs) If the owner should be responsible, then the owner should be the one who should be regarded as the author. author. That is, if we can actually say that the owner, there there is
0: enough human interaction between the work and the the owner. I think that's uh, my... Okay, okay. Well, I think we're, we're, we're up against time at the moment. Thank you very much, Dr. Desmond Desmond-Oriakoba. And I believe um, your the link to your paper will be shared with um, the listeners and viewers afterwards so that when this video or the recording is submitted, uploaded, uh, they will also have a link. If it's published already, uh, we'll have a web link. It has been the new, okay, the, all the new paper has not been published. It's been peer reviewed
1: at the moment. Okay. The older one that was published in April. Of course it's up, but I my fears that it's been Behind the paywall. Those oh, okay. who, are who can have access behind
0: the paywall. Well, even we if it's behind it. the paywall, I'm, I'm sure we'll still yeah. have people yeah. who will be able to access it and um, make payments and definitely read it afterwards. So thank yes, you. I, you. I'll, sh- I'll share that link with you. Okay, okay. You Great. So, so listeners and viewers out there, uh, thank you for joining us for this session. Kindly look forward to our next podcast session with more interesting topics to come and a host of speakers and guests that will be um um visiting us. So please... Stay tuned and thank you very much for joining us.